Welcome to the Steamboat Mickey Podcast, Episode 5, Epcot. Today we'll be talking about all of our favorites at Epcot and Walt Disney World. We're discussing our favorite rides, food, attractions, and special events while bringing you insider tips and a few secrets. We have a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Thank you again for joining us to talk about all the things that make Walt Disney World the most magical place on Earth. Uh, this is the second park in our park series. Check out our Magic Kingdom episode, which we've uh, recorded about a week ago. Um, we're really excited for this show, especially because we probably spend more time in this park than anywhere else. Definitely. This is one of my favorite parks. Yeah, and the entire family's here. So how about everyone introduce themselves and tell everyone your favorite... Uh, World Pavilion at the World Showcase. I'm Alan, and my favorite world is Norway. I'm Cameron, and my favorite world is Mexico. I'm Lisa, and my favorite world is Mexico. I'm Al, and my favorite world is the UK, or England, <laughs> as most people would call it. Uh, but it is the United Kingdom. Yes. All right, but before we jump into our favorites, Let's quickly talk a little bit about Epcot. Uh, a lot of people still seem to believe that this isn't a full day park. Yeah, it's crazy to me. Which is crazy. You guys think it's a full yeah. day park or a half day it's park? It's full day. Yes, it's a full day. If yeah. you know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. And what do you mean by that, buddy? I mean, what so do you think it's that like, people might not know? If you just rush through the World Showcase without actually looking at it, like, yeah. it would be a half day. Yeah. And but if, if you actually really take boring. it in... Yeah, because the shops are really cool. It's, you know, the people that work there are from those countries. Yep. The items that they're selling are from those countries. Yeah, and authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so real quick, Epcot, E-P-C-O-T, um, that stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. So this was actually one of Walt Disney's original ideas. Um, his idea was that there would be these new prototypical cities where people could work and live in the same space and they would be sustainable and sounds great. Um, and really the parks started as two separate parks. So really the, there's the World Showcase and there's Future World and they sometimes people don't understand why they go together but yeah. they really don't. So there was these two separate ideas for two different parks. The Imagineers looked at it one day and pushed them together and said, man, if we put a lake around this thing or in the middle of this, we can make this work. And that's kind of how that park came to be. And it did open on October 1st in 1982. Mm -hmm. And back then it was known as Epcot Center. Center. Yeah. You know, and I lived in Florida at the time and just what you said, it wasn't very accepted at first when it opened. People didn't understand the concept. They weren't sure why you had this one part that was future world and then you had all these different countries. They just yeah, and it seemed like just it. like a world's fair. Yeah, I mean, I never went there as a kid a because we'd go yeah. for a day and that just wasn't... Well, and really, Future World didn't have anything that people want to go on now. So Soren wasn't there, Test Track wasn't there. Right. So, <laughs> um, I guess Spaceship Earth, Earth was there. It was? Yeah, but other than that, almost nothing's the same. Right. So, again, there are the two different parts. So... Um, future World is when you walk in and you see Spaceship Earth, the big golf ball as people call it, um, you're walking into Future World. Um, it's going to include Spaceship Earth as we said, yep. um, the seas, which has 
Nemo in the aquarium. Right. Um, the Land, which has Soren and Living with the Land and a couple restaurants. Um, there's Mission Space and Test Track. Um, there used to be Ellen's Ellen. Energy yeah. that is now closed and is being, there is a new ride going in there, the Guardians of the Galaxy Thrill Ride. Which, Alan, you seem to be smiling. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm also excited. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not sure how much of the... So the queue for the ride is going to be an Ellen's Energy Adventures right. building. But they have actually started in the last few weeks construction of the outside building um, that's going to house the ride. No, I think the ride is inside because isn't it the largest indoor yeah. roller coaster? Well, that's or why they're building a building. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying that the ride was going to be outside. No, outside of the queue is a different building okay, with the ride. Okay, yes, you're right. Yeah, okay, now that we got that straightened out. Uh, there's also the Festival Center <laughs> over there. And not, not too much else. The World Showcase has, a uh, World Pavilions has 11 different countries. Yeah. Um, nine of them were there when the park opened. Mm -hmm. Actually, Morocco and Nor Norway were added uh, after. Yeah. Um, and they could be adding one to three more countries. And the ones most talked about are Brazil and Spain. If I was betting, my guess would be Brazil is the next one. Going back to Guardians of the Galaxy ride, this is kind of off topic, but do you know if Guardians of the Galaxy ride or Tron is going to be bigger? Well, do you mean longer? As far as well, an like indoor bigger. ride or just in general? In general. Hmm. What does bigger mean? Like, I guess longer. Okay. I don't know. I don't that. know. Do you, yeah. Alan? No. And this trunk count is an indoor roller coaster because it's part inside and part outside. That's, yeah, it is. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I don't like know, test but... track. It's both indoors and outdoors. Yeah. That's All right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's uh, nine pavilion, or there were nine pavilions. Now there's eleven. Soon to be twelve, or probably, or maybe thirteen. Mm -hmm. um, the pavilions have restaurants inside of them. They have snacks, shops, films, rides, entertainment, street performers, music. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to do um, in these pavilions. Um, another thing to keep in mind about Epcot is that certain times of the year. There are events going there, on. Yep, different festivals going on. You've got the Festival of the Arts, which is at the beginning of the year, which just started last year in 2017 because we were there yep. for the first yeah. year that it started. And then you have the Flower and Garden Festival, which we, when we first started going to Disney, we would go to that every year, every not year. knowing that it was and the Flower and Garden Today Festival. is Memorial Day. Uh, we're, we're recording this on Memorial Day. It's actually the last day yeah. for Flower and Garden for 2018. It what? is? Yeah. Yep. Pretty crazy, huh? So if you're listening to this, you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, it went. <laughs> and then, of course, the, uh, the big festival um, is the Epcot Food and Wine. Our favorite. Our favorite. Does and that starts, it's no. really September through November. It officially starts on August 30th. Yeah. So I guess August oh. through November this year. So Cameron, the reason why they would hold these festivals is to draw people into the park. They were typically started at slower seasons. Okay. And summer was never a slow season. So they oh. don't need these festivals. Is this spring break always like big? Yes. Yeah. It's but the rest of um, spring isn't. Is not. And yeah. spring break is about three weeks. So flower and garden is really for the other, for the other times of that. But if you go on spring break, you get to see that. Um, there's some other events that happen at Epcot every year. Um, most notably, marathons. There's a, at least a half yeah. marathon and a full marathon. Mm -hmm. um, people love doing those as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's get started. All right. All right. First, we're going to talk about the rides. 
So we always like to start with the thrill rides, and there aren't that many thrill rides <laughs> at Epcot. In fact, there's so few thrill rides that we're really adding an attraction to this category, which is Soren. Um, I guess. I don't know if Being you lifted, have motion if, sickness or something, you know. Or if you're could, lifted 20 feet in the air, yeah, if that freaks you out, right. then I guess you'd be thrilled. But um, so really, there's only three: there's Soren, Test Track, and Mission Space. So, Alan, what's your favorite of those? I like Test Track the most, just because like you get to the to design your own car yeah. before you actually go on and you like compete it with all the other people. I know that's. And cool. then it's also really fast, and I like that a lot. Yeah, so this is really great for kids, especially boys, like to build cars mm -hmm. and build trucks, and you can design them. You can do the graphics. You choose what type of engine, what it runs on, the what wheels. it looks like, the wheels. Um, and you're trying to make the most efficient car possible. Um, so it's really great for kids and boys. The queue is really great. What I really like about Test Track is that it's divided into four or five parts. I'm pretty sure it's four. And each of those four parts is a lot different than the other. And it's basically like four rides in one ride. It's really cool. Yeah. So what you've got, the design the car. And then you test the car when you get into it. Yeah. And then you race the car. And then at the end, you can see who you compare it to. Well... And then you can race your car. And yeah, and then yeah. later, once you get off the yeah. ride, once you're back yeah. into the, the test track pavilion, um, then there are things you can do with your car by yeah. just touching your magic band um, to the screen. And then it'll bring up the car that you just created. Yeah. And you can do some other things with it. Yeah. Yes. And you can do something completely different every time. Yeah. So the other one is Soren. Lisa's at your favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. To me, it's a thrill ride. I mean, it's exhilarating when you're up and then you feel the wind on your face and it feels like you're flying and sometimes you're going fast and sometimes you dip down low and. I think if you've never been good. to Disney World, if you've never been on Soren, I think it's something you have to do and it's going to be one of the things you most remember about your trip yeah like that feeling that you're actually flying is really yeah. really cool and yeah. they they add the scents yep to it yep. so you can smell the different uh environments now what do you think about the new movie so i was gonna i did want to talk about this because the new movie's cleaner it's in 4k the screens are cleaner it's really cool but to me it's the CGI is a little <laughs> too much. Yeah. Like, there's basically, like, grizzly bears waving at you. I don't it, mind yeah. that, though. If they were cartoons and it made it seem like it was not real, then it would kind of be ridiculous. But I know bears waving at you is not real. Although <laughs> at the circus, it may be. But it's still the whole, you know, when the elephants turn around and they shoot the water out of their right. trunk. and they shoot sand at you at Yeah, and it's, it's not all CGI. No, it's not, and that's, I think that's what I don't like about it. I, th I just think it's just too much. I, I, I like it. Yeah. If you sit on the side, everything's curved. Oh, that is one negative part. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've gotten that pretty far down. I mean, pretty well down. Yeah. Where we're going to, you want to be at the top of the screen if you can. In the middle. Or the middle, but you don't want to be on the bottom. No, I mean like it, within the row. You want to be in the middle of the row. Centered. At the center. <laughs> yeah. What I said. Right. Yeah. I mean, the more towards dead center you can get. Right. So when you when you start to line up, there's going to be three entrance areas. You want to pick the middle one. Yeah. And, and then there's three three uh, rows to line up in. Yeah. Pick the middle one. Yeah. If you're not sure which one's the top and which one's the bottom. 
because you don't want to get stuck at the bottom, I don't think, because you can see the bottom of the screen. Right. Yeah. And if you're on the left side or the right side, you can see the, that warped. side of the screen. It kind of ruins the immersive part of the ride. Yeah. Is B the one in the middle? Is that what I want to say? We always asked ABC. if we could sit in B. Yeah. Because yeah. the cast members will accommodate you on that. They if they care. use the English alphabet, that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it goes C-A-B. Yes. It's J-S-Y. <laughs> um, the other ride that we're, we haven't really talked about um, is Mission Space. And there are two versions. And they actually, apparently now the two versions, the movies are different. Mm -hmm. So they're somewhat different to accommodate um, the difference in intensity. Mm -hmm. So green is less intense, mm -hmm. orange is super intense. Yeah. So basically what orange is, is they put you in a centrifuge and you spin around so fast that you feel weightless. Yeah. It's really cool. And intense. And intense. Yeah. Um, when you get off that ride, you're gonna feel a little woozy maybe. Your eyes will be watering. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to walk a little bit. It is. Alan, when was the last time you went on the orange one? Uh, I don't, it was not last time, but the time before that we went. Yeah, do you remember how you felt when you got off? A dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I, felt I wasn't walking straight. <laughs> it takes a minute to get back to normal. Yeah. We didn't go on it last time. No. No. It's, it's intense, obviously. I feel like the I mean, older the, I get, the harder it is yeah, to do that one. I, I really like the orange one. I think it's better than the green one. But that's just me. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't blame you. You're a young whippersnapper. Oh, whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's really it for the th for the thrill rides there. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about some of the other rides. Besides those three, Cameron, do you have a favorite ride I that like sticks out? I like Spaceship Earth. Yeah? What yeah. do you like about it? I just like how it is probably like the only ride at Epcot that isn't like all technology everywhere. It's more like old school and also... It's trying to mix like history lessons into the ride, but I don't really listen. That's a great description, Cameron. Thank you. <laughs> and I like how you can play the game, you know, in the car before. Oh yeah. Because you can about pick that. whether you want to do home or work or what are the other options. Uh, like future, and then it's like underwater. I think is one of them. Yeah, and then you can pick whether you want to focus on vacation or work. It looks like it's all snowy. Yeah, so that's kind of cool, and then you get to take silly pictures of yourself at the beginning yeah. of the ride to put it, and we always make that funny. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't track the face. <laughs> It'll be way off. It'll be like your arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or if you have sunglasses on or something, it'll just be like white spots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys talk about the smells? No. Oh, no. Oh. And you know, it's weird because I they probably pump those in artificially. Yeah. So the smell is, you, you, you can recognize, if you've been on it as many times as we have, you can easily recognize the smells yeah. immediately. Especially the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just, Rome burnt down. Yeah. yeah. So everything's ashy and it actually smells that way, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Something I like thinking, it's like, you may think you're ground level, like, like three quarters of the way through, but you're really like really high up. Yeah, like the tippity top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like when you're in space, but like even like when you're in that room part, like you're still really high up. Yeah, you go so high that they have to turn you backwards to come back down because you're at such yeah. an angle. <laughs> Can you imagine being tilted forward that whole time? <laughs> and it really does take a while to wrap your head around the fact that you're in what everyone calls a, a giant golf ball. You're yeah. inside yeah. a giant golf ball. Yeah. yeah. 
And then yeah. the stuff afterwards is fun too. Yeah, I mean it needs to be updated it for sure. Definitely yeah. But needs to be updated. if you have kids, you can definitely take them on Spaceship Earth. You're never going to wait probably more than 20 minutes or a half hour to get on. Yeah. And then once you, it's extremely long though. But yeah, it's still well, only about a 35 minute like wait. But um, you know, just pick and choose when you go on there. Yeah. Um, you can come back throughout the day, and at some point the lines are going to be pretty pretty small. But if you have kids, take them on that, and then when you get off. There are some uh, interactive games and stuff they can play. There's a 3D game where you have to put the bones in the right place yeah, on like the body. And, and then the shuffle board, the, the city shuffle with board. the energy. That one's a little bit broken. It's always broken. Yeah, it's a little yeah. Yeah. But it's nice um, and air conditioned in there and you can just let your kids run around and play. And so there's a race car one. Yeah. Yeah, that um, one's always fun. That's and there's hard. one that's kind of like Simon. Not Simon says, but like it shows a color and then you press that color and it like keeps adding oh, yeah, colors. Oh, and then doing the memory or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Memory challenge. Yeah, the game sure Simon. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what you were thinking. Yeah, and if the line is too long or if your kid doesn't want to go on this ride, you can uh, just walk into the interactive area yeah, at the end. So the if ride. you're walking into the park and Spaceship Earth is in front of you, off to the left, um, there's, there's a door on the left hand side where you can walk in and you can play these games. Um, are there any other rides? Um, Mine was Nemo. I like yeah. Nemo. I love that movie. And, you know, when that ride first came out, it was new technology. The oh, way that, so unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. I love the end when they're all, like, the starfish is stuck to the glass and the cartoon fish, it looks like they're swimming in the real water and they're talking and stuff. That's really yeah. cool. I mean, really the coolest part of the technology is where the Nemo characters look like they're in the live Shark tank yes. in the live aquarium yep. with the dolphins. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You guys, I mean, Cameron, the first time we went, you were only two years old, so I doubt you remember, but we used to go on that ride over and over and over. So one of us would take Alan on something else, and the other one would just keep going on Nemo with you. <laughs> you were fussy. Yes. Yeah, so there are some other rides. There's Living with the Land, which is more of an experience or an attraction. Um, where you're going to go through, they're going to tell you a quick story as you're on a riverboat, but then you're going to go through actual gardens that they mm -hmm. have at Epcot. Um, where types they have of farming that they do. The farming, um, there's fish there, yeah. there's um, all types of hydroponics where they're growing vegetables and fruits. Upside and, down. Yeah, and there's things <laughs> that they use in the restaurants, especially right there in the land. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a ride. Um, there's the uh, journey into the imagination with figment. Yeah, that's technically a ride. Um, <laughs> I like that ride. It, it's okay. Yeah, I like the upside down room where it's everything's on the ceiling. Get oh, to date. I like that. You guys used to play when you get off the ride, and you can like jump on that big surface mm -hmm. that lights up yep. and stuff with the instruments. Now everything, <laughs> like half the stuff in there, is broken. That's true, because you can create yeah. your own figment, and those are always broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. needs updating. Um, and really, the only other <clears throat> rides at Epcot are in the World Showcase, um, and we can talk about those in a little bit, but. Really, that's uh, the three Caballeros, the Grand Fiesta, that's in the Mexican Pavilion, and then of course, of course, Frozen After Ever After, yeah. which is still a huge attraction. Yes, um, I'm not way. gonna lie, I really, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, we weren't gonna go because the lines were too long, but we got these, un basically an unlimited fast pass that we could use anywhere. It even was printed on the ticket. 
Yeah. Even Frozen, including right. Frozen. This family was getting ready to leave, and they and were just they, dumping their tickets, and they stopped us. Yeah, so we went on it, and I really enjoyed it, and that's without seeing the movie, as we yeah. talked about in, a, in another episode. Um, then the only other thing to add is that in the French Pavilion, oh, yes. they are adding a Ratatouille yes. ride. They've already started working on it. Yep, we haven't seen the final, um, the final renderings of it. I know there was some debate over whether it should end in the restaurant or not. They finally decided not to do that. Yeah. Um, so we're waiting to see more, but that's going to be really, really exciting. I find it smart that they didn't end it in the restaurant because there are probably going to be a lot of little kids going on it. And then when they come out, they'll be like screaming and disturbing the restaurant. You are exactly right. And that's really? why the restaurant said, we do not want that. Oh. <laughs> I am one with them now. Yeah, you could be an Imagineer, buddy. <laughs> Um, there's also some attractions, um, so not quite rides, but there's Turtle Talk with Crush, <laughs> which, is in, <laughs> which is in the seas. Um, it's a really great interactive um, experience. So there is a live person doing the voice of Crush as the um, as the animated figure on the um, screen is on the screen. Yeah interacting with the kids. It is really great. Yeah, he um, lets the kids ask questions. Yeah. And, yeah, and Lisa was referring to a coming out moment for Cameron. <laughs> he, was, he was a very shy kid, and we were there. Um, his grandma and grandpa were there. Two of his grandmas, his grandpa, aunt, some cousins. And, that was that you? And they, yeah. have, they have the kids that go sit so in the front by themselves, and so yeah. we were in the yeah, back. Yeah, all the adults were just sitting back there, and all of a sudden some kid asked a question, and it was Cameron, and he didn't <laughs> even mumble it. Like, it was just the craziest thing. And he's like, when is your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy didn't really have an answer for him. He stumbled with yeah. it. Yeah. It's a terrible day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um, that's really that's great for kids. In that same area is the aquarium, which is really cool oh, to look so at. Cool. At the time it was built, it was the biggest one in Florida. Um, I think there's some bigger now. Um, there's a circle area where you can see almost all around you, fish everywhere. There's, there's a hidden sharks. Mickey in there. There's there hidden Mickey. Yeah, it's not even that hidden. Right, it's, just it's easy to see. Oh, um, that one. There's a, another Nemo-themed fish tank area where they have the fish oh, that look like right. the characters from Nemo, the which is really fish. cool. Oh. Um, there's manatees. They have their own separate area where they get um, fed and stuff. So you can check that out. Dolphins. Dolphins. Sure. Yeah, it's and really... And you can go in there. You can scuba dive in there. So that is an experience you can pay for, which is if you are a certified scuba diver, uh, you can pay per hour to go scuba. In, go scuba. In the, in the aquarium. <laughs> which... Would be really cool and terrorizing. Yeah. <laughs> um, a few other things to do. There's the Pixar Short Film Festival. Yeah, which that's changes. Been Captain EO. Yeah. Um, and Honey, Honey I, I Shrunk the Audience, which I'm still not sure why they got rid of that one. I know that was a great one. I, I think it's just outdated. Like the movie itself is old. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And now I they mean, have silent cartoons. I liked the shorts. <laughs> they had the one with the stars, right? The little. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't like Mickey that Mouse. One. I guess I was expecting a lot more because when we first saw that it was going to be called the Pixar Short Film Festival, yeah. we thought it would be maybe some version of like Philhar Magic, where it'd be this incredible 3D experience yeah. that would blow us away with relevant movies. Yeah. Right. Um, 
There's some really old footage of Mickey Mouse, which is cool in there. The one where they kept flipping the page yeah. upside down, that one was really cool. Yeah, the very first one was like made for that because the seats moved and everything. Oh, right. So like the other ones, like it was just something you'd find in like a CD, like a Disney CD. Right. And so it, it was just like underwhelming because yeah. you got that huge movie right. in it. Because they have really cool short movies. Like when you go to the movie theater to see movies, like they had the volcano one and they had the birds on the wire. Like those are really cool. I thought it was going to be a collection of those. Right. Yeah, I was hoping. Um, another thing you can do at Future World is there is a Phineas and Ferb. Um, there's like a scavenger hunt for kids. It's fun. It's throughout the world showcase mainly, but you do check in um, technically in Future World. Interventions. No, no, it's like or when you walk, it's, it's that like, pathway it's, when yeah. you transition. Oh, so I, between yeah. the fountain and yep. the world showcase. The kiosk. Yeah. And it used to be Kim Possible. Right. Um, I think you can also check in over by um, the UK, like over by the bridge oh, that goes from yeah, the UK to France. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> in the back of the world showcase. So that's another thing you can do, and that's something you can do for kid with kids. Um, there's not a ton to do with kids. There's also interventions, which is kind of... Right lost its thing yeah. but there's some fun stuff probably for kids to do there um they keep closing more and more they kept they close the good stuff and just add bad stuff yeah. <laughs> so most of the rides are in future world it's not a lot of rides but um most of them are there any final thoughts any of you guys had on any of the rides or not really no uh, how about with uh, fast passes would so. you use your fast pass on Soren or Test Track? Because there's tiers. Right. There's tiers in Epcot. So tier one is Frozen, Test Track, and Soren. You can pick one of those and then any other two, two attractions. I would choose Test Track over Soren. Mm-hmm. Just because I just like Test Track better. It's more of a like it's more of a thrill ride than Soren. I like thrill rides mm-hmm. a lot. What which, would you do? Well, which ride has a longer wait? Test Track. So I would pick that, <laughs> even though I like Soren more. But isn't that what we normally do is pick Test Track because we know that Soren's no, not going to be No, we'll try to split it. But what we found recently is that Test Track's a lot harder to get on. So yeah. Soren added a third screen, and that cut the ride lines oh, way down. Right. That was about two yeah. years ago. I forgot about that. Um, so you can get on that one actually pretty quick. Yeah. Cameron, were you going to say the same thing? I was going to say Test Track. You were? Yeah. Yeah, for the same reasons? For the same reasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, my my tip would be if you are going to use your fast passes at Epcot, I would. What we like to do is right first when the park opens, we'll schedule like Spaceship Earth or Figment or both of them um, as soon as possible because you're only going to probably use one of your fast passes. Mm-hmm. You're going to choose either Frozen, Soren, or Test Track. We choose Test Track because the lines normally longer than Soren, mm-hmm. um, but Frozen and Test Track are about the same. Right. So you're probably going to choose one of those. So what you want to do is, if the park opens at 9, you make a fast pass from 9.15 to 10.15 for Spaceship Earth. You can use it, or you yeah. can just let Most it expire. Most of the time, you don't even go on it. And then you schedule another one for 10.15 to 11.15, say Figment, you don't go on it, you let it expire, and then you have your 11.15 to 12.15, make it Test Track or Frozen, whichever one you want to see more. Once that fast pass is up, you can make additional fast passes. Yep. It seems counterintuitive because it's so hard to get on Test Track or Soren, 
But once you've burned through your fast passes, you can schedule one more at a time and you can typically get test track. It might be for seven o'clock right. or 730, right. but you can get it again or you can get Soren, um, you know, within a few hours, yeah. two and a half, three hours. You can even go on Soren and say at three and then you might still be able to get a test track again right. later. Um, Frozen's hard to get. If you don't it's use your hard, yeah. tier one fast pass to get it, you're probably not going to just stumble across one, but it's always possible. Unless you have you 90 minutes to kill. Always check the app. Always. <laughs> just keep checking. And one tip we've given before, but if you're going to walk on a line that's got any amount of weight and you have a fast pass available to you, check the app. Sometimes yeah. even if it's a 10 minute wait, you can get a fast pass for it and bypass that 10 minutes and right. walk by people that are standing there. And if the person that had the fast pass, you know, maybe before you and they didn't show up for the ride or, you know, that it could become available right away in a second's notice. Yep. Um, so, yeah, with fast passes, it's a little bit different at Epcot because you're not going to probably use them all. They're just, there aren't three things you can use your fast passes on. Right. Considering the tiers. Um, okay, so that's most of Future World is um, where where the rides are. Right. There's also some food there. There's also not a lot of food in Future World. We'll start with talking about the table service. Yeah, we've never been to any of the table service. No, Future so there's World. really only two. There's a coral reef, yeah. which is seafood. Right, and we've listened. To quite a few podcasts about that and it doesn't get the greatest reviews no it actually gets pretty bad which is ones. why we've never been <laughs> yeah and i know there's a lot of families that don't go to seafood restaurants because they're afraid of what some of the family members might eat so i did want to point out that they do have a lobster mac and cheese mm. they do have um, shrimp and grits and they've got a short rib with polenta or a new york strip so they actually have everybody. some some options that you wouldn't normally associate with it, like a lot of options. I think they also have yeah, a, that's like a, a good like a roasted chicken too. Mm -hmm. So it's it's billed as a seafood restaurant, but it really has a little bit of everything. Um, the other one there is Garden Grill, and that's a character dining with more or less sustainable foods. Right. It's family style. It's Chippendale. Um, yeah. The Mickey. floor moves in a circle. Yep, it's rotating. So yeah. part of it rotates through the living with land. Uh, right. Right. And it's a thanks... Did you say that already? It's a Thanksgiving-style meal. There's I turkey see that, and vegetables and mashed yeah. potatoes and stuffing and macaroni and cheese. There's a pot roast. A pot roast. Yeah. You guys have never eaten it either. Does either one of those... I mean... I mean, I wouldn't choose to eat at any of them. Yeah. When you got ones at World Showcase to eat at. Right. And for yeah. us, that's what it always comes down to is the World Showcase is right there. Yeah. Why would I try Coral Reef when I've only heard bad things about it? when I can go eat at my favorite restaurants at all, all of the Disney World. I think our brains are just wired for World Showcase when it comes to food. Yeah. <laughs> and it almost feels like with Future World, they don't... They don't know, try as... Yeah, they don't really <laughs> They focus on the rights more than the edible options. Yeah. yeah. There's a new table service coming the oh, Future World. Oh, that's right. It's like by uh, one of the space rides. I forget which one. It's between missions, or, yeah, Mission Space and Test Drive. Yeah, it's like Cosmics. And I don't know. Yeah, and they didn't mention many details at all about it, but they did mention that it's happening. I do know that it's, you know, in the Coral Reef, there's a huge fish tank. So when you go and you sit down and you're sitting right next to this immersive 
image of a fish tank, well, at this place, it's going to be outer space. It's going to be like your dining. Yeah, and it's not really a fish tank. It's it's the actual aquarium. Yeah. That's in the... It's a little bitty fish tank. It's in the land. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So quick service. Let's jump through the quick service. Um, There's Sunshine Seasons, which is, again, in the land. That's got some healthier options. Yeah, you know, you're going to find more things like rotisserie chicken, tacos, uh, turkey breast club sandwich, um, Asian-inspired and wood-grilled foods. Yeah, and if you're at Disney World for a long time and you want to try something a little bit lighter, something that's going to make you feel a little bit healthier, give you a little bit of energy, a quinoa salad or something. Yeah. Um, and it's good food, I hear. <laughs> never, yeah, I, we always there, hear but, good things about it. Yeah. Again, it's just when we're at Epcot, we choose to do more things at the World Showcase. But, you know, I think we might try that this time because, you know, when the parks open late, most of the restaurants and the dining, especially in Future World, they close. But Sunshine Seasons is now open during Extra Magic Hours. And we spend a lot of time in the land during Extra Magic Hours. Yeah, I mean, it should be open because one of the things people do in Extra Magic Hours is go on Sorn. Yeah, we so, go to Sorn and then Figment and then Nemo. Yeah, so we spend a lot of time in that area, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, there's also the electric umbrella, so that's just your standard Disney quick service. McDonald's. Yeah, they're going yeah. through another menu change, but really it's going to be burgers, chicken sandwiches, maybe a turkey sub now. Oh, they have a brisket meat, sandwich. Meatball sub, maybe. Um, one thing about an electric umbrella, you can order ahead of time. Oh, that's really good. We haven't talked about that in any of the episodes, but yeah, you also use the Disney My Way app. Um, to do walk-up uh, ordering. Right. You know, we should have brought that up with the Magic Kingdom. I know, because there's the a lot Aloha of locations. Isle. There's a lot about Aloha Isle I didn't mention. I also didn't mention the upside-down pineapple cake. Yeah. Oh, man. Or just the, the to go. wedge, the pineapple wedge. <laughs> Jimmy Christmas. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's Electric Umbrella. That's really it. Um, there's uh, a couple stands where you can get pretzels and turkey legs. Um, churros, maybe. Um, there's an icy, icy bar outside a test track. Yeah. I guess Mickey that's not quick service. Bar. Yeah. Um, well, let's just talk about the snacks because there is the taste track that's outside of test track. It's not always open, or is that the one that is always open? I don't know if taste think, track is always open. But they have really good um, sundays and floats. Oh my gosh, Ooh. they have a chocolate churro sundae, and it's vanilla ice cream, hot fudge, whipped cream, chocolate curls, and a churro. Why haven't we done that? Right? That's what I was thinking when I was looking that up. You know, there's so many great desserts that we just don't get because we're so full. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's only Especially so much you can eat in a day. I know yeah. it. Yeah. Like, if that was at Magic Kingdom, like, we would probably get it. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. That's so true. That's true. Um, one of the things I like at Epcot that you can't get anywhere else is the flavored popcorn, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get a variety where they'll give you a little bit of each of the three flavors they have, which are cheddar cheese, sour cream and chive, and then a blue cheese and buffalo. Have mm. we ever gotten that? Yes. Oh, we have? Yeah. I think, and the last time we got it, I think we might have just gotten the buffalo and blue cheese. Oh, We didn't yeah. get the mix, but, uh, yeah. yeah. That's in between the land and the figment. Figment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then probably the best snack in Future World are the cupcakes at oh, Sunshine, Sunshine Season. Seasons. The biggest fad right now with the cupcake I, it might be over by now, was the gold rose. Yeah, the rose gold. Yeah, rose gold, yeah. Rose gold they mini. had that at Sunshine Seasons. And it was rose gold frosting, and then it had the mini 
bow on the top. Yeah. Okay. Um, there are some other attractions um, and events, but those are over in the World Showcase. So I think we should just kind of jump over to the World Showcase and just uh, talk about the attractions for a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, so again, we talked about the Grand Fiesta Tour. That's the Three Caballeros. That's in the Mexican Pavilion. Mm -hmm. There's Frozen Ever After. That is in the Norway Pavilion. There's also a meet and greet in Norway. Yeah, Anna and Elsa. Uh, Anna and Elsa's meet and greet. Yeah. And then they're building the Ratatouille ride in France. Correct. Um, in addition to that, it, you guys want to say anything about any of those? Three Caballeros, you guys like that one? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we usually go on that. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just it's something okay. to pass the time. Right. It's not something that, that would be like, ooh, let's go on this. It's like, oh, you guys are at Mexico. Let's go on this. Right. Yeah. So Lisa and I might wait in line for an, for an adult beverage. A chicken sandwich. Um, that might take a little while. So these guys will go on three caballeros. I like going on it. I mean, it's got a little bit of animatronics. It's more updated than It's a Small World, but it's the same kind of feel, only mm -hmm. it's only Mexico. It's funny. Yeah. You're, what, you're looking for Donald Duck, right? Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Frozen, we kind of talked about that. And then Ratatouille, we're kind of looking forward to. Um, there are some other things to do at the pavilions. There are three different pavilions um, that have movies, yeah. just straight standalone movies. That's China, France, and Canada. Um, the U.S., at the American, it's called American Adventure, and it's part movie, part animatronics. That's, I believe it's the longest one. It's about a 40 minute, 45 minute show. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Hosted by whom? Uh, that would be Ben Franklin and Mark Twain. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, it's a good show and it's something everyone should see. Yeah. Um, it's not something we do every trip though, quite honestly. Um, there is music in a bunch of the different countries. The UK has the British Invasion. Um, Canada has a band there now. For a while, they had a band, the and they had Lumberjacks, now they're back to a band. Mexico has a really great mariachi band that plays outside mm -hmm. and really makes for a great, uh, lively atmosphere. Uh, atmosphere. Yeah. <clears throat> the U.S., of course, has the big stage where Eat to the Beat and some of the Saturday night um, programs that they have throughout the year. They do competitions there, cheerleading. Yeah, um, There's a lot of stuff yeah. going on there. And then Morocco also has... Uh, a band that plays outside. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's really cool when you can just walk around and hear music. Um, there are performers that just kind of perform in the different countries, including China. The acrobats. China's got acrobats. Italy has the guy with the whistle. <laughs> yeah, the whistle guy. The Do you whistle remember guy? that? He doesn't say a word, and it'll just point and whistle, and you uh, can tell what he... the ball back and forth. I think yeah. I've seen that. I mean, you know what he's talking about. Yeah. It's cool. Japan has the really cool drummers, and then France has the chair stackers. Yeah. So what we're talking about is there's just street performers in a lot of these countries. So this is another thing where if you stick around long enough in a country, you'll see the street performers come out, and it's worth... Um, it, especially if you have a drink or some a snack that you're that you're trying mm -hmm. to finish, it's great to just sit there and watch these shows. It's like a 10-15 minute show. Yeah, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's the chair stackers are probably the most exhilarating. Yeah. And the um, acrobats, though, they do some crazy stuff. And then there's also this kind of music, kind of street performers, but there's the Voices of Liberty. Yeah. In the U.S., mm -hmm. so they sing a bunch of patriotic songs, a cappella, which is really great. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of what there is to do at the World Showcase as far as 
attractions. Awesome. Yeah, so I think this is a good place to end uh, part one yep. of our ep Epcot episode. Epcot episode. Epcot episode. <laughs> um, Epcot episode. Thanks again for listening. Uh, please join us for part two. Um, you can always find Steamboat Mickey Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you podcast. Um, you can contact us at SteamboatMickeyPodcast at gmail.com while SteamboatMickey.com is under construction. So uh, we're going to say goodbye for now. And as always, have a magical day.